Hello, and welcome to Detox to Rehab's True Stories of Addiction podcast series. Today's guest is Lynette as she shares her story of recovery. It started after high school where one of my exes got me started into cocaine and smoking crack. That's when it really hit me and everything. I almost lost my oldest daughter to my addiction. The police stopped me when we got raided and everything. Um, I had to give everything up. To get the courts off my back and everything, I'm just going to start going to meetings. Um, I did a couple of them, and I just thought it was all, I thought it was fake. You know, the courts did get off my back after a while. They had no proof on what, that I was part of anything. Found out I was pregnant. I had to give the baby up for adoption. After I put the baby up for adoption, things started going downhill again. That's when I, I wasn't sober again. I started doing the drugs. You know, a lot of it was I was covering up my emotions. I was in an abusive relationship. I left him. When I went back home to my parents and my oldest daughter, I found out I was pregnant again. Moved to Arizona, put that baby up for adoption. After I put her up for adoption, two months later, I met my ex-husband, and we got married about six weeks later. We were married for about two and a half years. I had my youngest daughter. We got divorced. You know, I got into a lot of bad stuff, hanging out with a lot of wrong people. Every morning I would wake up and say, okay, I'm done. Never happened. Me thinking I was being a good mom, I was living with my parents. I, they were watching over my daughters, but technically I wasn't being a good mom, you know, because I wasn't there for them emotionally. I was not a very nice person. I ended up getting admitted to the hospital because of kidney, my kidney levels and everything. I had all my paraphernalia, my drugs. I'm like, oh, cool, now I can get away with it. I'm going to go into the bathroom and do whatever I need to do, which I did. So at one point, I called a friend of mine. I ran out of everything. I said, okay, I'm going to go out and smoke a cigarette. I had the IV in my arm and everything. Went outside. My friend picked me up. I said, get in the car. Let's go to the dope house. So I'm in a hospital gown. I have an IV in my arm. Come out of the dope house, we get stopped by the police. The first thing, the cops are like, okay, we saw you come out of the dope house, we know you have something. And I'm like, no, I got him in the hospital. I explained to them, you know, for my kidneys. And they're like, this is the stupidest thing we've ever seen in our lives. You know, you're in a dope house with a hospital gown on and an IV. You basically escape from the hospital. I'm like, well, you know, and I was honest with them. Like, I, I'm an addict, you know. And at that point, when I said I was an addict, I knew. I mean, I never said that before. I just knew, okay, something's wrong here. You know, they let me go back to the hospital. They arrested the guy. They drove me back to the hospital. The counselors came in when I got back into my room. You know, they knew everything would happen because the police told them about it. I got out of the hospital two days later. When I got out of the hospital, went into my first meeting, and um, people were really nice. They were happy. They were smiling. And again, I'm like, okay, how can people be happy being sober? There's no way people can have fun doing this. You know, somebody came up to me. They told me I'm going to have to get a sponsor eventually. Didn't know what they meant by a sponsor. So, you know, I had a question a few times. I, you know, stupid, my thinking a sponsor is, okay, let me go to some type of restaurant or somewhere and say, hey, can you be my sponsor? So I did. I went to McDonald's and asked for them to sponsor me. They didn't know what I was talking about. And I had explained to them. They're like, we don't do that. So I went back. <laughs> I went back. They're like, no, 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 that's not what we meant. So they explained to me. I'm like, Ew, okay, and I'm like, well, will you be, I asked the lady, will you be my sponsor, you know? She was my sponsor for about 10 years. She was amazing. She got me through all my steps. 
I tried going into a halfway house. I couldn't do it. I couldn't leave my kids. You know, it's like I left my kids for so long, I couldn't do it again. I went to meetings every single day, every single day. Got myself a sponsor. I started sponsoring women. And this is all the stuff you need to do. You need to get yourself a sponsor. You need to do your meetings and you have to be consistent because for the rest of your life, you're gonna be an addict. You know, no, I don't have the cravings anymore, but you're always gonna have struggles and you gotta figure out how to work through those struggles instead of going back and using and people can do it. You know, I used to blame myself about my oldest being an addict. I'm like, could she, just the way I treated them, but it wasn't me, it wasn't my fault. My youngest daughter, she just turned 18. She's my best friend too. She's, like I said, she's a normie, but she goes to meetings just to see how it is. And that's what she, she wants to know what this is all about. You have to be honest. It's an honest program, sorry. If you know the tools, anybody can do it if they want it. Thank you for listening. Please join us next week as we share more true stories of addiction.